Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's bad grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's round time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Yes, yes, you are on the air. Thank you so much for tuning in to a brand new edition of Am I on the Air? This is your one-stop shop, your weekly spot for the latest and greatest in all of entertainment news, TV, movies, reviews. We got it going down here on Am I on the Air? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Don Mega, and it's season 14, episode 22. Tonight's show is titled, No Peekin, No Peekin. We got two movie reviews for you One being Logan Lucky And the other one is a brand new original movie That just dropped on Netflix called Death Note So we'll be talking about those two here tonight And of course all of the movie news that has dropped And TV show news that has dropped in the last week or so In the world of entertainment So we're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios It is Monday, August the 28th um, Did not get a chance to record on Sunday night Had a lot going on and then had a ton going on this morning as well um, So we're finally getting settled in on this Monday night And getting this show up and running for you all to enjoy So thank you so much for tuning in I want to thank everybody that listened to last week's show uh, I know the audio was a little bit up and down I knew it would be So when I recorded the show I I apologized in advance to everybody that was listening And said hopefully it would be good enough to get through um, Had a couple people tell, tell me they struggled But overall I think most of you got through it okay I tried my best It was recording out of town I was up in Phoenix, Arizona for a work meeting And I was recording from the hotel room And I only had my laptop and my laptop speakers and But I wanted to get a show out for you guys So I tried my best um, But here we are back at home At the Red Dragons Radio Studios Recording with our good microphone And hopefully everything will go smoothly here tonight So um, once again I'd like to shout out uh, One of the people we do work with here and that's Stardust uh, The Stardust app is available to download On iOS and on Android And once again If you're new to the show and you're wondering What the hell is Stardust Well Stardust is a really cool app that you can download And you can watch and listen To movie and TV show reviews um, It's a really cool app I, I really dig using it um, The cool thing about it Is that you have to do your review in 30 seconds So 
it's a it's a task, man. It's a task to get out what you want to say in a thirty second spot. But you know what? It's a really cool space for people that just don't have a lot of time but want to know really quick: is this worth watching? And um, I like it a lot for the TV show aspect. You know, it's it's I don't get to dive in too much to deep TV reviews on this show, so it's a good way for me to kind of let you guys know if a show is worth it or not. And of course, a quick review on a movie if it's worth it or not uh, before you get to listen to this show and hear me kind of elaborate a little bit more. If you download the app, go ahead and give me a follow. I am under Don Mega, D O N M E G A. Give me a follow. Follow me first when you download the app. It really helps. Show them that, you know, hey, I'm pimping them out and looking for some support. Uh, I am one of their featured reviewers on the on the app, which I appreciate from Stardust. So um, I love working with them. I love getting the app up and running. I'm a beta tester for them as well. And I just think it's a really cool app. So definitely download it. It's free. And go ahead and give me a follow so you can always see what's going on. I did... Episode by episode mini reviews for The Defenders over on Netflix Which was awesome by the way Finally got to finish that last week Defenders was great So if you want to get my episode by episode breakdown Check it out on Stardust I literally do a review for all 8 episodes Um, You'll get a lot of extra content on Stardust from me That is for sure So with that being out the way Let's jump right into it Movie review style So last week when we went to the movies, there was two new releases. There was the Hitman's Bodyguard, and there was Logan Lucky. So we ended up seeing Hitman's Bodyguard. <clears throat> and nothing really new came out this past week, so it was a perfect time to catch up on Logan Lucky. This, of course, is the return of Steven Soderbergh, who directed all the Oceans movies. And, of course, Magic Mike. <laughs> so uh, he's done a lot of stuff. He's a great director. He retired. He came out of retirement to do this movie. Uh, This one here stars Channing Tatum, Magic Mike himself Along with Kylo Ren, uh, Adam Driver from the Star Wars world And of course Daniel Craig, Mr. James Bond um, Who was just great in this And basically the concept of this, non-spoiler Is that, um, you know, Channing Tatum is fired from his job And he comes up with a plan to rob the NASCAR raceway He knows exactly how to do it from when he was doing construction underneath the... uh, the the race cart uh, So he has the perfect idea And the perfect motive to do it He goes, he works his brother into it And then they need the help Of James Bond himself, Mr. Daniel Craig Who plays Joe Bang And uh, he's a demolition expert He knows how to crack safes and get into things So they break him out of jail And they go to rob this raceway um, Basically this is an Ocean's Eleven Southern Fried <laughs> So um, I really liked it I thought it was a really cool movie um, I had that Ocean's Eleven feel Where they put the ice together And they you know, were real smart about it And how things played out um, The supporting cast was really good It had a lot of laughs It had some really good um, Just really good solid character points um, I, I really really dug it um, I'm not going to say this movie's awesome I'm not going to say you need to hurry up And run out and, and see it this could easily be something that you just wait and watch either on Netflix or rent out a Redbox one night. Um, I would give it three out of five Don Megas. I thought it was good. Three out of five for me is very good, very decent. Um, it was a fun time at the theater. I don't know if I'd buy it. This would probably be one for me to add to the collection. I would need it to be nine ninety nine or less, <laughs> and uh, then maybe I'd add it to the collection. I don't think I'd pay full price for it. 
Uh, but that's not, you know, it, that's for me. It's more of the replay value. Seeing how this all came together was part of the fun of the movie. And after you've had that, it kind of takes away from that repeat stuff. So, um, but I still think it's worth a shot. I, I think it was really good. It's not doing all that well at the box office, which is kind of sad. Um, but it's a great cast. It's a great little story. It's a great little heist flick. And I would check out Logan Lucky if you get a chance. Three out of five stars from me. Like I said, my second review this weekend is, you know, Netflix has really stepped their game up on doing original movies. They're getting bigger directors to do these big movies. And um, the big movie release this weekend was Death Note. And it's directed by Adam Wingard, who did Your Next, and he did The Guest. Um, he's done some pretty good stuff. He directs this. This is the Japanese anime manga that's been out for a long time that people really, really love. And I know there was a lot of backlash right out the gate because this is set in America um, and it's not a Japanese thing. This is kind of exactly the same thing we watched a couple months ago with Ghost in the Shell. Um, but hey, you know what? I'm not a big fan of the source material. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me. So I went into it with open eyes and I got to tell you, I really enjoy Death Note. Um, it's creepy, it's gory. Um, it's a unique premise that I really, really dug. And, you know, I think if you're looking for something a little bit different and you don't mind the creepiness aspect uh, from a horror, you know, tinge, I think you should check out Death Note. Basically, non-spoiler again, the premise of this is there is a book that comes into your possession. And there's the main character in, this, in the movie, his name is Light. And he's at school and this book just seems to fall from the heavens And it says Death Note on the front And when he reads into it, it's got a, it's got a um, rule set inside basically Like, hey, whoever's name you write in the book will die um, You're basically writing their Death Note when you put their name in that book And there's more to it, there's a character named Ryuk who is basically a death god And he's voiced by William Defoe brilliantly and um, he comes and explains the rules about, yeah, put the name in the book. You can even write how the person dies. And um, it's creepy, man. You do it, and then boom, instantly that person dies the exact way that you say. And at first, Light's a little scared by it, but then he starts to use it. And then he uses it for good, which he thinks he's using it for good. But now, you know, the cops are trying to figure out what's going on and track down all these mysterious murders. And the story just kind of develops from there It's a very interesting premise I dug the hell out of it And um, I see a very mixed reaction online It seems the people that were into the source material Think they changed too much stuff about it And they didn't really like it But the people that went into it blind Really, really dig it So I say give it a shot If you have Netflix, you have nothing to lose If you don't like it, just press stop <laughs> You know, if you do like it Enjoy the hell out of it Because I thought it was done very well I love that Netflix is doing original movies And I hope this one gets a sequel I would love to see this story Continue down the road uh, It's I never really give star scales to Netflix movies I don't know why Because I mean it's still a movie But um, if I had to for Death Note I would probably hinge around the 3.5 To 4 star mark um, 
I didn't come on here tonight to really give a star rating for it But if I had to put it somewhere I'd put it between 3.5 to 4 I really really dug it And I, I will probably watch it again within the next couple weeks Because uh, it's pretty deep And there's a lot of stuff I'm sure I missed So I want to go back through it again So check out Death Note Now streaming on Netflix So there you go, some two movie reviews for you And now let's shift gears Let's get into the news And you know the summer movie season is Pretty much done at this point Which means we're going to have to do an Am I still on the air And basically break down our top movies of the summer And stuff so I'll have to get the guys together And work something out there Because we do it every summer It's going to be fun to talk about Um, Yeah it's pretty much done Yeah because Friday is September 1st So we are done And it was a pretty blah summer overall You know if you um, Remember I did a Uh, Am I still in the air about a month ago Or maybe mid-July, early July That said, you know, it was all about The summer movie season so far And how it was just kind of eh That never changed And um, you know what The summer box office suffers A historic decline In the United States This was one of the worst summers Ever Um, You know, they always said 2014 Was one of the worst ever This is worse than the 2014 Um, We Had a bad, bad summer A lot of big movies came out And did not hit their marks Let's break it down a little bit more Of where the misses were And and the things, you know, we got lucky Because some of them were saved by that international box office But overall, man hmm. Revenue this summer Will end up roughly about the 3.78 billion dollar mark Which is a almost 16% decline Attendance also plummeted And is almost assured at hitting a 25 year low In terms of number of tickets being sold Um, A number of franchise installments underperformed domestically Including Transformers The Last Night Which only made 132 million in the US The Mummy only made 80.1 million in the US and Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man Tell No Tales Which made $172 million in the US Very, very bad Especially for Pirates compared to the previous films The good news for them is that They had the international box office So, you know Pirates ended up grossing $790 million When you put in the worldwide numbers Transformers Last Night made $604 million And The Mummy brought in $407 million worldwide that's pretty awesome figuring it only made 80 here and it made over 400 million internationally. That is insane. Um, the summer the summer titles that were all out just bombs were King Arthur Legend of the Sword, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, and The Dark Tower. Just bombs. Um, it was a rough summer for R-rated comedies as well as Baywatch, The House, and Rough Night all bombed. Despite having big stars in them The only film to break the R-rated curse this summer Was Girls Trip Which has made over $108 million to date Very much congratulations to them um, The winners of the summer Were Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 Which earned $389.4 million here in the US And $862.8 million globally Wonder Woman with $406.2 million in the US And $806.2 million worldwide Despicable Me 3 bringing in $254.5 million in the US And $971.7 million globally 
Spider-Man Homecoming with 318.8 million here and 737 million worldwide. Plus, you also had some big hits with Baby Driver and Annabelle Creation. Um, year to date, the domestic revenue is down 5.7%. So that's just to give you a little bit of insight. We've had some good stuff, we've had some bad stuff, and we've had some in between. Overall, this is probably not a summer anybody's going to truly be remembering. <laughs> Now let's get into the actual news of uh, entertainment here. Bruce Campbell, if you remember, he played Elvis in a little indie horror movie called Bubba Hotep. Well, they're looking to make a sequel, but Bruce Campbell says, no, 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 I will not be reprising my role as Elvis. So that's a bummer, because I'm sure anybody who wants a sequel to that would want him back. Matthew Good, Teresa Palmer are set to headline... A Discovery of Witches, which will be the TV adaptation of the best-selling book. They are looking to see about making a Death Note sequel, which I just reviewed for you guys. Uh, Director Adam Wingard says there's a lot of different places that we can take it. Uh, They're just waiting to see how well everything pans out uh, with the views on Netflix, so we'll find out pretty soon. Um, Stranger Things has already been renewed for season 3 So pretty awesome And they're also saying that a 4th season is possible But that if they did go a 4th season It would be the final one So it looks like 4 is where they'll tap out But Netflix has already pre-renewed it for season 3 Even though season 2 hasn't even come out yet Um, Dolph Lundgren is training right now To bring back Drago for the Creed 2 sequel um, which is pretty cool there, man. I'm glad to see that he's getting focused to get into that. Uh, the Mama Mia sequel has officially begun production. Mark Wahlberg is the highest paid actor, according to Forbes magazine. This happens every year. They put out the list. Who are the top people to get paid? And Mark Wahlberg tops the list this year. I checked. Everything's there. Wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry about that damn ads on stuff Um, So there you go So uh, Let's see what else we found out here Wahlberg took in 68 million in pre-taxed earnings During the 12 month period Which knocked The Rock Mr. Dwayne The Rock Johnson down from number 1 He fell in 2nd place So even though he earned more than he did last year He had the Baywatch He had Fate of the Furious um, He topped the ranking in 2016 and now he brought in $65 million to come in second place this year. So not too far behind um, Mark Wahlberg at all. Rounding out the top five spots is Vin Diesel in third with 50, $54.4 million. Adam Sandler in fourth with fifty point five, And Jackie Chan in fifth with $49 million. Robert Downey Jr. was the highest paid actor in 2015. He came in sixth place with $48 million. And other superhero movie stars on the list uh, include Chris Hemsworth in the 11th spot with 31.5, Ryan Reynolds with uh, 15th spot with 21.5, Chris Evans in 18th with 18 mil, and Chris Pratt in 19th with 17 mil, and Mark Ruffalo coming in 20th with 13 million. So there's some numbers there for you for Forbes' highest paid actors. Congratulations to Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Netflix has released a trailer for their new original comedy called Little Evil, and it comes to the streaming service 
on September 1st. This stars Adam Scott and Evangeline Lilly. Looks pretty interesting. Check that one out on, like I said, on Netflix September 1st. Michael K. Williams says his role was cut from the Han Solo movie. The Han, I always want to say the Han Solo Solo movie. Um, but yeah, he's he's been cut. He filmed all his stuff, but then they wanted him to come back in for some reshoots uh, with the whole change of director and everything. And he can't. He's doing another project right now, and he says, I, I can't come in for the reshoots. So they said, well, if you can't come in, we're going to have to cut your character out. And then so he's being chopped out of the film. So... Kind of disappointing, Michael K. Williams is great And it's definitely going to be a disappointment That he is not going to be in the Han Solo Solo movie <laughs> um, There's a new Netflix special Coming out with Jerry before Seinfeld, that's what it's called with Jerry Seinfeld uh, Look for that coming soon to Netflix Common is set to Star in a remake of Black Samurai for the Stars Network Um AMC has announced that they're going to be doing a new original comedic drama called Lodge 49 That'll be coming soon We have the first full trailer for American Horror Story Colt That you can check out now Gwyneth Paltrow has been spotted on the set of Avengers 4 So it looks like she's going to finally be popping back up in another Avengers film Uh, John Favreau was spotted as well So we'll see how much of a role they have in that This is one of the biggest news pieces of the last week that we're going to have to dive into. Let me take a drink here real quick before I get started. Oh, man. Okay, let's do it. So, Warner Brothers and DC Comics are in the early stages of developing a Joker origin movie. Yes, a Joker origin movie. Todd Phillips is set to direct the film You know him from The Hangover And he did War Dogs last year And Martin Scorsese himself Is going to be producing the film Here's where the kicker goes into play From the sound of it It looks like Warner Brothers and DC Are developing a new banner And what I mean by banner Is the new funk label of the studio Or just an identity Of DC films that will take place outside of the DCEU. And if I've lost you already, I'm sorry. The DCEU is an umbrella that houses the DC cinematic extended universe that's going on right now from Man of Steel to Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Justice League that's all in the DCEU. This Joker movie that we're talking about Is going to take place outside of that DCEU Which means it has nothing to do with it So that means a new Joker Is going to be brought in So it will not be Jared Leto And It'll take place in the 80's In Gotham City Where basically he might not even be the Joker at this point He might just be the mad crime boss You know that's running Gotham City Will there even be a Batman in this? We don't know This is all very early in development But DC wants to have a separate umbrella Let's call it DC Independent Or DC Earth 2 films um, That basically will take place in their own little world So it doesn't have to be tied down to anything in the DC Cinematic Universe And They could bring in filmmakers to do special kind of one-off stories 
I like the idea of that to an extent But it's gonna be so confusing If we do a bunch of these And all of a sudden it has nothing to do With the DCEU I don't know if they're trying to kind of take a place of like Star Wars Where it's like you got the Star Wars Like the, the Luke Skywalker kind of story And then every other year we have a Star Wars story Like Rogue One and the Han Solo stuff Which would be different And not you know but I don't know man so even those are all in the same universe This is just really hard to kind of break down But basically they want to make this side universe They want to bring in They want to do a, this Joker origin story Directed by Todd Phillips Written by Todd Phillips directed by, or Produced by Martin Scorsese But have it take place outside the DCEU But the DCEU will continue on And they'll kind of run in tandem together You'll just have to realize If it's in the banner of the DCEU Or if it's in the banner of whatever the New thing is that they decide to make the idea of this Joker story sounds interesting But for me, I'm a fan of the DCEU And I want to see that go on And get bigger and tell more stories in it So I don't want to shift gears too much away from it But I guess we'll have to wait and see Because this, this is some really good, talented people involved in it We'll see what comes of it But look for that Joker origin movie in the works Over at Warner Brothers in DC uh, Martin Lawrence gives an update on Bad Boys 3 And unfortunately he says I don't think it's going to happen uh, He says Will's just been too busy He says he's ready to go now Of course he is man um, He's got the time off from Taco Bell No, you know But uh, you know It's sad I'm a massive fan of Bad Boys 1 and Bad Boys 2 And I want this third one so bad So it really bums me out that he says He doesn't think it's going to happen They were supposed to be filming this thing this year They lost the director all I can hope for is that they get it together They finish this out Will wants to come back Martin's ready, just get a director to come on board And film this thing, man, let's do this Bad boys for life <sighs> Alright, let's see here We got an article up with all the hidden gems Found in the Defenders So check that out if you haven't seen it yet um, James Gunn says that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will set up the next 10 to 20 years of the MCU, which is pretty damn interesting there. Um, we found out what the new fighter pack will be for Injustice. It is going to be Black Manta, Raiden, and Hellboy. <laughs> They're going to be in the Injustice 2 fighter pack. We got all the movies and TV titles coming to Netflix in September. Channing Tatum says that the Gambit movie is starting over. So that just means it ain't coming anytime soon. Sorry, friggins. Uh, we have the Red Band trailer for Tulip Fever that you can check out. Uh, Emma Watson's Beauty and the Beast is coming to Netflix in September, so you can see that one finally. Uh, David Oyelio has joined the cast of Doug Lyman's new film, Chaos Walking. Melissa Leo and Bill Pullman are returning for The Equalizer 2 with Denzel Washington. A Prince concert film called Sign of the Times is set to uh, debut on the Showtime Network. South Park is getting ready to do a marathon on Comedy Central. Comedy Central is set to air all 254 episodes in an eight-day streak. That is incredible, man. So keep an eye out for when that's going to drop. Um, missing plane drama Manifest is coming from Robert Zemeckis over on NBC. Jason Reitman's new film, The Front Runner, which is a Gary Hart biopic film, has just added um, 
Hugh Jackman, along with Vera Farmiga, J.K. Simmons, Mike Judge, and Sarah Paxton to the cast. Will Ferrell will star in an adaptation of The Hundred-Year-Old Man Who Climbed Out the Window and Disappeared, based on the 2012 novel. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong will feature an older, grizzled King Kong. No shit, since that movie took place in the 70s. Um... It looks like Lex Luthor may have been cut out from the Justice League film So don't expect to see Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor pop up Going back to the DC confusion uh, We talked about a little bit ago with the um, Joker movie Like the very next day an article came out saying that Matt Reeves Who is going to be the director of the upcoming The Batman movie with Ben Affleck that he came out and he said that no, my Batman film is not a part of the extended universe. And all of our hearts went, oh, come on. <laughs> not again. So we're like, oh, great. So his movies are going to take place on this separate label that this Joker movie takes place on. Come on, this sucks. I want a Ben Affleck Batman. I want Ben Affleck in the DCEU. What are we doing here, Matt Reeves? And everybody lost their minds. Well, The next day, thank God, Matt Reeves came out and he says, I would like to clarify my statement. I didn't say or I didn't mean to say that he wasn't in the DCEU. He says, yes, the Batman film will take place in the DC Cinematic Universe. Don't worry. He says what he meant by his statement was that it is going to be a movie based on Batman. He says, don't look... For other characters to be popping up Or all kinds of cameos Because he says it's not about that This is about Batman But overall it will take place in that world So that I'm good with Okay that's good I'm glad to hear that Batman will take place In the DCEU So thank you and we'll continue on our way The Epics Network has renewed Get Shorty for season two. They would pick up in 2018 with 10 more episodes. Chris Hemsworth and Jeff Bridges are in talks for Drew, uh, Drew Goddard's new film, Bad Times at the El Royale. Um, that's a good pairing up there. I like that. Um, we have your, we have some first look photos at Steven Soderbergh's new Netflix seven part limited series for his new show Godless that you can check out. Uh, Anna Diop She is from 24 Legacy She has been cast as Comic book character Starfire In the upcoming live action series Titans coming from DC Comics So we're starting to fill out that Casting news there So Starfire uh, No I think they casted Raven a couple weeks ago And now we got Starfire Um, Going back to DC We got more DC news This is the DC news of the week And this one here does involve a Joker again, but it involves a Jared Leto Joker because this one here is in the DCEU. It looks like DC has decided to do a Joker and Harley Quinn film. They've gotten the Crazy Stupid Love filmmakers to write and direct the film, which will reteam Jared Leto's Joker with Marco Robbie's Harley Quinn. So I love the sound of this. I thought after I saw Suicide Squad... That it was the perfect opportunity to do like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of Joker and Harley Quinn movie. And that's what they want to do here. 
Word has it that DC will still want, still wants to do Suicide Squad 2 first And then after that it will lead into the Joker and Harley Quinn film So glad to see that even though we have this other Joker movie being made That they still want to do more with the Jared Leto Joker Keeping in the DC Cinematic Universe Now I'm going to go into speculation here Because there was another movie that was announced about a year ago Called Gotham City Sirens That was supposed to be Harley Quinn Along with Catwoman and Poison Ivy And Batgirl possibly They were going to do that movie And um, David Ayer was set to direct At Comic Con They showed a list of all the movies Coming out soon And Gotham City Sirens was not on the list And we've been hearing all these rumors About how David Ayer is not really On good terms with DC And now he might have backed out of the project And then with word coming out of this Joker and Harley Quinn movie A lot of people are going into speculation mode Saying that this has replaced The actual Gotham City Sirens movie So that they've ditched that film And now they're just going to do this instead But that it will keep a lot of the elements Of the Gotham City Sirens movie Which means it could still have Batgirl And Poison Ivy and stuff like that But the focus will be Joker and Harley Quinn there's some other articles that have come out and said No, that's not true, they still want to make Gotham City Sirens um, It's just been pushed back So, until DC says One way or the other, I guess we don't truly know To me, it feels like Joker and Harley Quinn Has replaced Gotham City Sirens But, as of right now, they're saying They are separate films So, we'll leave it at that, I guess And we'll fill you in once we know more All we know at this point is that The Crazy Stupid Love film Filmmakers, um, Writing and directing Glenn Ficarra and John Requa Are going to write and direct the Joker and Harley Quinn film That is supposed to take place after Suicide Squad 2 Alright, moving on We have everything wrong with 300 Rise of an Empire We have the new trailer for Last Flag Flying Transparent has been renewed for a fifth season on Amazon Prime Um, James Cameron is now in full tilt production On the Avatar sequels We do have confirmation that Bumblebee Is a VW bug Again in the solo Transformers movie That they're they're filming right now Um, Steven Dorff Is joining the Fox musical drama Star So you can look for him in the upcoming season The Duplass brothers Their new show Room 104 Has been renewed for a second season um, I really like Room 104 This is a show that I actually do an episode by episode review for On Stardust Because every episode takes place in this hotel room Room 104 But it's a different story every single week It's an anthology show And I really really dig it So um, check this one out on HBO if you haven't seen it yet We're about 5 episodes in right now And it's it's pretty cool Some episodes are definitely way better, better than others But um I'm glad to see it got renewed for a second season Um, And if you want to hear my thoughts on each episode Check out Stardust (laughs) Last Chance You has been confirmed for a season 3 Over on Netflix Um, Starsky and Hutch Is getting a TV reboot And it's supposedly coming from Mr. James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy Himself, who is attached to Write, produce, and potentially direct The Starsky and Hutch TV reboot Hey man, I hope it's a comedy I hope so, because I love The Ben Stiller And Owen Wilson Starsky and Hutch It is so good 
So I really hope that he does it in a comedy vein Because James Gunn's hilarious If you've seen the Guardians movies, you know this Um, Jared Leto has confirmed his commitment to playing the Joker again He says, yes, I'm going to be back And I love doing it and we'll do it again I think that this dude needs this opportunity Because some people were like, man, he sucked in Suicide Squad Look, he was barely in Suicide Squad He did some cool stuff, he did some not cool stuff in that movie I think he was trying to find his way as Joker And... But we need more screen time He definitely had a ton of potential And with two more movies on the horizon If we do a Suicide Squad 2 And a Joker and Harley Quinn movie Especially the Joker Harley Quinn one Where he get to focus on him I think he's going to give us some great stuff So I'm glad to hear that he's committed To playing it again uh, The new tracking board is suggesting that It, the movie It With Pennywise could open to a record breaking 60 million And early word has come out and they say it is awesome so I'm very excited for it Saturday Night Live is confirmed as season 43 premiere We'll have Ryan Gosling host And Jay-Z performing So that's a hell of a season premiere there um, Yeah that's, a, that's an awesome season premiere There's a Flash and Legends of Tomorrow crossover teased In a new promo that leaked over on the CW uh, The Tick is now is now streaming exclusively on Amazon Prime. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I watched the pilot, but I haven't watched the actual show yet. Um, but I'm hearing good things. I actually hear it's really good, and I think it's only like six episodes. So check out the tick. Um, we have a teaser video for Black Mirror season four. I'm super excited about this. I love the first three seasons of Black Mirror. Um, this teaser video only shows you what the titles. And first looks are of each of the new episodes coming to Netflix So hopefully we'll get a better um, actual teaser here coming up soon Fleabag starring Phoebe Waller-Bridge will return for a second season over on Amazon Um, Jane Silent Bob reboot begins shooting this fall I'm so excited for this Orlando Bloom lands his first major TV role in Amazon's new Carnival Row so he's making his TV debut over there um, We have all the TV and movie shows Coming to Stars in September of 2017 Josh Brolin says that Avengers Infinity War Is the most fun he's ever had Making a movie So that's awesome man I'm glad to hear I'm still waiting for confirmation to know that he's in the new Avengers movie Because I hope that they're not done with him in just one film Um, Filming on Guillermo del Toro's new Fantastic Voyage remake Has been pushed back to fall of 2018 um, As he has to go ahead and complete work on his newest movie The Shape of Water that comes out in December GTA has a new online mode dropping called Smuggler's Run And we have the trailer for that that you can check out Um, We have an 8 minute extended long gameplay demo of Far Cry 5 That you can check out and see if you're interested in that Um, We got a pretty cool article up with 15 stars who were cut from movies which I really liked It was kind of cool going through that and seeing all the people That actually filmed stuff for movies And then got deleted <laughs> Got cut on the cutting room floor um, The weekend box office Plummeted to post 9-11 levels 
This was a weak, weak weekend at the box office, and we'll get into that in just a little bit here. Uh, in some sad news, Tobe Hooper, um, mostly known as director of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he passed away over the weekend at the age of 74. So our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. HBO has announced The Game Revealed, which will be dissecting Game of Thrones Season 7. So that's going to be coming soon to the network. Um, Hot off the presses today is the Red Band trailer for Super Troopers 2. know a lot of you have been looking for that, so check that out if you're interested. Um, Edgar Wright's movie Baby Driver, which was one of the big hits of the summer and one of the only films I actually missed, um, races onto digital on September 12th and on Blu-ray and DVD October 10th. We have the first trailer for um, Killing Gunther, which I haven't watched it yet. I did post it for you guys, but I was at work. But this one here is Taron Killam from SNL trying to murder Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> um, it, it, it sounds so over the top. I remember reporting the news of this movie when it actually came out that they were making it. And it sounded hilarious. I'm glad a trailer's out. Check this one out. I think it could be a really cool movie. Uh, they're in development on a Jumper TV series. Remember that movie Jumper um, with Hayden Christensen? I thought it was a pretty decent movie. Um, and Jamie Bell, who actually starred in the TV, in the movie, he, him and Julian Simpson are actually in development on the TV series. So hopefully they get that up and running. I thought Jumper was a really cool concept, and I actually wanted to see a sequel to that one. So it'd be nice to get a TV show. Uh, Patton Oswalt's new Netflix stand-up special will debut on October 17th. Uh, Marvel's The Punisher has revealed clues to Frank's mission through a series of tweets that were done in Morse code. And it's starting to come out now that they're thinking that they could be episode titles for the upcoming season, which is tentatively supposed to debut in November. Um, Ed Screen. This was news on our very last episode. We announced that Ed Screen had been cast as Ben Damio. For the Hellboy reboot Well today he leaves the Hellboy reboot And it's after whitewashing controversy Pretty crazy Um, I didn't even know this Because I'm not a big um, Hellboy fan So I didn't know about what was going on But let's break this down So less than a week after being cast in the Hellboy reboot As Ben Damio um, Ed Screen has dropped out of the film Citing the brewing controversy over his hiring And uh, he went on to write a really cool letter um, And it goes like this He said Last week it was announced that I'd be playing Major Ben Damio In the upcoming Hellboy reboot I accepted the role Unaware that the character in the original comics Was of mixed Asian heritage There has been some intense conversation And understandable upset Since the announcement And I must do what I feel is right It is clear that representing this character Is a culturally accurate way Holds significance for people And that to neglect this responsibility Will continue a worrying tendency To obscure ethnic minority stories And voices in the arts I feel it is important to honor and respect that Therefore I have decided to step down So the role can be cast appropriately Representation of ethnic diversity Is important Especially to me as I have a mixed heritage family It is our responsibility to make moral decisions in difficult times and to give voice to this inclusivity. In my hope that one day these discussions will become less necessary and that we can help make equal representation in the arts a reality. I am sad to leave Hellboy, but if this decision brings us closer to that day, 
It is worth it. I hope it makes a difference. With love and hope, Ed Screen. So, um, for those of you wondering who this guy is, he was the villain in the Deadpool movie. He was uh, the new Jason Statham in, in uh, the um, Transporter Refueled. Pretty cool, man. You know, I give the guy props that, you know, because the character is of Japanese-American, Asian descent, he didn't feel right. You know, lately everybody's very quick to cry whitewash, and he wanted nothing to do with that. So he bounced out and said, oh, no, no, no. Um, in response to Ed Screen's note, Hellboy creator Mike Magnolia tweeted, thank you, Ed, very nicely done. So it's very cool to see that even the creator really um, respected it. So... There you go, and we'll have to wait and see who's officially cast now in that role as we move forward. We have a first look image of Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp in the, uh, they're now filming Ant-Man and the Wasp sequel, so it's pretty cool. It's just pretty much her in her costume, but she looks pretty badass, so I like it. We have uh, all your fall premiere dates. Find out when every show you love will be debuting over on all the premiere dates uh, for ABC, CBS, CW, Fox, and NBC. See when everything you love comes back. Sci-fi drama Proxy is in development with Vacation co-writers John F. Daly and Jonathan Goldstein Who recently just wrote Spider-Man Homecoming So good to see that they're in development on a new sci-fi drama Um, Sony has unveiled a new cheaper PSVR bundle Uh, This bundle will be available across the US and Canada at $399 So very cool price there I have PSVR, it's beautiful So get one if you can Um, Congratulations to Despacito which ties for the longest run at number one in Billboard Hot 100 history. Um, so, yeah, probably breaking the record next week. Um, last weekend's U.S. box office was the lowest grossing weekend in 16 years. No money, no money. Congratulations to Game of Thrones. The season finale hit a record high last night with 16.5 million viewers. And last night was also the MTV Video Music Awards. We have your complete list of all the winners. I'm not going to break it down, but the list is there for you all if you're interested. Okay, that's the news, everybody, right now. And we're going to bring it on over to our release dates and everything and box office. And then we'll wrap this baby up. Out on DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow is going to be Baywatch, which I don't care if it bombed. I thought it was really good. And the Blu-ray is the unrated director's cut, so I'm down for that. So Baywatch comes out tomorrow, and so does the new animated film Batman and Harley Quinn. In theaters this Friday is The Layover and Inhumans. Um, remember, Inhumans is going to be an IMAX theaters only. This is the new Marvel TV show that's going to be on ABC. Um, but they are debuting the first two episodes in IMAX theaters together as kind of this mini movie. Uh, it's only going to be playing for a week in IMAX. I plan to see this since nothing else good comes out this week. And uh, we'll see how it goes. So look for Inhumans and IMAX theaters only. And then in your box office, coming in at number 10 is Girls Trip with 2.3 million. Number 9 is The Emoji Movie with 2.5 mil. Number 8 was a debut. It was Birth of the Dragon, Birth of the Dragon with 2.7 mil. Number 7 was Spider-Man Homecoming with 2.8 million. Number 6 was Dunkirk with 3.9 mil. Number 5 was Logan Lucky with 4.2. Number 4 was Wind River, which is really picking up speed. It was in limited release, wasn't even in the top 10. Then it got to like number 9 or 10 last weekend, opened up in more theaters. Now it's number 4. Congratulations hearing great things about Wind River. 4.6 mil. Coming in number 3 is a new animated film, barely making 
uh, any kind of mark, but it came in at number three, but it only made 4.7, which is very, very low for an animated kids movie. Hanging in at number two, it's Annabelle Creation with 7.6 mil. And number one for the second week in a row, it's The Hitman's Bodyguard with $10.2 million. And that, my friends, is your box office. And that, my friends, is also the end of this show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for catching up with me on the latest and greatest of entertainment news. I thank you so much for listening each and every week, and I thank all the new listeners that have come and joined the party lately. Um, Please continue to spread the love. I can only do so much on my own. Um, So, once again, our official webpage is amiontheair.com. Go ahead and bookmark that. Check out everything we got going on over there. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. I'm on Twitter directly at DXDonMega. You're more than welcome to follow me directly as well. If you'd like to send us an email, you can always email us at amiontheair at gmail.com. We are available on iTunes, so download, rate, and subscribe on iTunes. We're available on Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Google Play Music. If you're looking for us on, you know, on any kind of Android or any other kind of platform, those are the spots to find us there. I do stream an audio-only version on YouTube, and of course, subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash air. You can follow us on Instagram at air. and once again, follow me on Stardust so you get all the latest quick 30-second movie and TV show reviews. Follow me on Stardust at Don Mega. And I'd like to shout out our affiliates, our great affiliates over at reddragonsradio.com, which is always streaming all the greatest podcasts on the web, including us right here at Am I on the Air. So follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio, and once again, reddragonsradio.com. That'll do it for us here once again on this lovely Monday night, August the 28th. We're getting ready to rock and roll right into September. So thanks, everybody, for the support, and have you hope you have all have a great week. And until next time, y'all, peace! Bye, everybody! Red Dragons! Red Dragons!